Hello and welcome to the Bama Beat Basketball Podcast brought to you by Wickles Pickles. I am Hunter Johnson. I'm joined today by Cecil Hurt. Cecil, how are we doing? Doing good, Hunter. How are you today? I mean, I'm doing pretty good. I'm still not off the off the high of John Petty coming back. We are recording this on Wednesday the 5th um, on, I guess it's about 12.20, I guess, on Monday the 3rd was when you broke the news that John Petty was coming back for his senior year. Um, news that I think that a month ago, two months ago, I remember having a conversation as I was driving down to the beach in May about how, like, you know, he probably was not going to be bad. We just didn't think he was at the time. But the longer it drag, drug out, the more, you know, started to feel like it was actually a thing. And I, and I think both me and you, we might have played our cards a little bit close to the best. But I think that, you know, over the last couple of weeks, we started to think that this would really happen. Well, um, you know, John spent some time in Huntsville with his family and then came back and started working out. I mean, he started working out with the team. I think that that was an indication. <laughs> yeah, that's that kind of make, you know, when he starts working out with the team, you're like, OK, he's de- he's clearly leaving that option on the table. But, you know, whereas when he was in Huntsville, it was almost like, well, he's not around the guys, you know, it, you would think he would be more likely to leave at that point. But then he starts coming back, and you know, I was obviously as an Alabama basketball fan, I was prepared for the worst. Um, but one of the rare times, which I'm sure that you know, when good things happen, terrible things are sure to follow. Uh, I'm not sure what's going to happen now, but really positive and a really good thing for this roster. Um, you know, everybody knows how good John is, but it just it, it just goes to show like we're going to be really strong. Um, I think this might be the strongest we've had one through 13 since the early nineties, you know, it looks like it, you know, you'd have to sit down and break it down. And obviously one through 13 isn't the only way to, to measure it. You know, you can have a great team with seven guys, right? You know, if, if eight through 13 or can barely play as long as you can keep your seven guys healthy. Um, so, so, but I do think from a depth standpoint that it'll be a, it'll have a chance to be a better team. Um, yeah, again, depends on some individual improvement, but, uh, and you got a ton of new guys coming in too. And so you can't like, just, you can't just say, Oh, Chiku's going to be really good. He's going to play a ton for us. You can't just like put that on him because we don't even, hadn't even been in practice yet. You know, he's finishing up a class out in Arizona, so he hadn't even been on campus yet. So to, to say he's going to be um, Giannis, you know, uh, is a little bit premature. That If Giannis can survive his next meeting with Dante Hall. That was great yesterday. <laughs> we were going to record yesterday, ended up not being able to, but I was in the lead-up to when we were supposed to record, I was watching that game in the background. and Dante looked really – he played pretty well. And Had a, a good big game. For the Nets, yeah. Had a good game, and they the way the bubble is, they, they play again today. We we're yeah. recording on Wednesday, so they play again today. Everybody wants to talk about him pushing Giannis, but he had uh, he tried to put Robin Lopez on a poster, uh, <laughs> just tried to dunk on him, and Lopez fouled him. But um, it was still like Dante is clearly not scared. He's mean street no, to Lou Bird. No, no. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, he needs to keep that intensity level up. You know that right. was that was an issue. I thought at Alabama was was uh, played at a really really yeah. high really high intensity level in some games and not in others. Right. So talking about like it being possibly the best roster we've had one through thirteen since early nineties. The the one that I was 
kind of pointing to was the 92 roster, which had Hollywood Robinson, Charles Sprewell, Robert Ory, Jason Caffey, which Caffey didn't play a ton on that team. He was young. He was like a freshman, I think. Right. Um, Andre Perry, Cedric Moore, Dennis Miller, Elliot Washington. I mean, that's pretty solid right there. Sure. Um, but, uh, I mean, it has, I would think this has the chance to be the best since. Well, you know, if you can get it to nine or ten, that's, that's really what you want to do. And, you go through it and look at it. Like, I was, I went through, I did kind of my probable starting lineup. And it's just what I think. I think you'd be Quinterly, Shackelford, Petty, Herb, Bruner, which I think that's, yeah, a, that's a, I, a very solid five right there. Yeah. Go ahead. I think that's the consensus right now. And then you look at those the bench. Part. So you know uh, Primo's going to play a good bet because he's going to be the backup yeah. point guard. Right. Um, Pri- I mean, Primo. Then the guy that, that you're hearing the most buzz about out of practice from various people among the freshmen is Keon Ambrose Hilton. Uh, he, he's shooting it from the perimeter. He's, he's playing the four, playing the five. Uh a little bit taller, I think, than he was when he signed. Yeah. So, so you know, you you'd have to factor him into the mix. Reese certainly has the ability. You know, that's not the question with Alex. It's just, uh, you know, and Alex has lost some weight. They said he's down to two thirty-five or so, and looks good. And so, if Alex, um, again, if he's if he's healthy and and ready to go, um, he can he can really make a difference. So that's um, eight right there. That's eight right there. Um, you didn't I think, bring, I think you didn't bring in Keon Ellis, right? To not, play. to not play, right? Yeah. So that's nine. Rojas. Um, yeah. yeah, Rojas. You know, Rojas is still, uh, and you know, it's been a year, but he's still, I think, doing some knee rehab and, and trying to get back to a hundred percent. And so then you've got uh, Darius Miles. Uh, You've got Juwan Gary. The highest rated guy in last year's class. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, And then Chiku. And then Chiku. So you'll and and you'll have to see where he fits in. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of people who think, oh, Primo will start or Chiku will start, but no. you know, out of that out of that first five, you know, who do you who do you start ahead of is right. the question. Bruner didn't come in to not start, and Quinterly's going to start. And yeah, Quinterly by position. Who, who, you know, you're not going to beat out Herb. You know, yeah. so yeah, I don't think you're so, going to beat out Shaq. And Petty didn't come Petty back didn't to come not back. start. <laughs> right. To to be your sixth man, so uh, it'll be an interesting, it'll be an interesting dynamic. But we've got um, probably two months of practice at least, depending on how the how the schedule goes. Right. Um, but if yeah, but if Ambrose Hilton is is um, a definite factor, which is what, and these are early practices. They they've done I think one five on five, uh, but in the in the drills and the things that they can do, if he's a if he's a definite factor, that that changes the the um, equation at least on, on who's coming off the bench, and it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, because when you know, with this, with bringing in so many new guys, I kind of thought that you know you might see a red shirt or two. And I could still, possible. you could. Um, but Amber Silton was also one of the guys that I thought might be a possible, you know, red shirt. Yeah, and, 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 again, sound, and he still could. But, any, uh, anything's possible, and and 
depends on guys' health. You know, this time last year, we were talking we had about an guys. Of who, also. Yeah, and and guys got hurt. You know, Rojas hurt a knee and was out, and um, Gary. So so, and of course, Quinterly didn't get his waiver. Uh, Gary got hurt. Never saw him for a minute. So um, don't know yet. So so to say to sit here on August the 5th and say, well, yeah, this is what it'll be like on November the 5th is premature. Right. So kind of looking around the league, um, Mm -hmm. first of all, um, over with against with our biggest rival in the SEC, uh, Mississippi State. They let me go ahead. uh, Let me let me say one thing, um, too, that you're getting limited. Did you see Quinterly's tweet today? I did not. Uh, he said, uh, I'm going to paraphrase. I don't have it open right in front of me, uh, but said, uh, there's a guy that's really shooting well. And if he does, I'm not going to say who, but you know who I'm talking about. And people, uh, yeah, you, you could say, oh, well, he must be talking about petty, but there's a lot of speculation that he's talking about Herb and oh. if Herb's making, if Herb's making jump shots, then goodness. Um, <laughs> and I don't know how you really. I, I don't know what you do to guard him. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to. Damn, the you, you just got real, excited, Cecil. The 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 real the real JQ. Forty one minutes ago, um, a certain someone is making jumpers consistently now. I ain't gonna say much, but you should know who I'm talking about. So I mean. That's exciting. So <laughs> um, that will be a that will be you know, and, and you don't you don't necessarily take that as petty because John can he shoots well anyway. jumpers yeah. anyway. Yeah. So so um, it, always good to get those nuggets, and no, nothing better than a, a ambiguous tweet yeah. that you can interpret three hundred different ways. Right. Right. So, I saw somebody replied to it. Is Lawson back? <laughs> <laughs> that would be good too. But yeah. I, I think Lawson is Lawson has moved into the basketball gump. Um, yeah, I think he was pretty excited about Petty pretty coming strongly. back too. Yeah, um, yeah, so, definitely. So looking around the league at Mississippi State, they lose um, Robert Woodard, who was a freaking beast. Um, yeah, you know, him really, and Perry, they were a load to to guard. Yes. and they lose them both. And, Right, and they you know they have a dude coming back, but he was the weakest of those three. Um, so yes, po- that's a positive thing. We had already talked about how they weren't going to have they didn't have a ton of guys back if they lost those guys. Um, going to be an opportunity for uh, for Javian to step in there. I think if he'll he play. Waiver, I think he'll play a good if bit. He gets the waiver, which I think he will. If he gets, I, I do too. And Alabama's supporting his waiver and. and People, oh, why would you do it? Because it's the only fair thing. You know, you want to be fair to, to Javian. He didn't do anything to get dismissed or have a bad attitude or anything. He's just looking for a place. And, and Mississippi State is a place like that. It plays a style that's conducive to his ability. And and um, Ben Allen probably get a lot out of him. So, so um, yeah, I don't know what they're – but I don't know what they're going to really – 
build on. You would think that it's a rebuilding year a little bit for them, but now they'll, they'll they always have players. I'm not going to say Ben Allen's not. I have players. Right. Um, I think. Did they have any uh, transfers in? Uh, they do, and again, I'd have to look. Because every, pretty much everybody in the league almost everybody's going to have some transfer. Besides Arkansas, it's going to have like six. Yeah, um, I think Arkansas is at six now. Isaiah Joe's coming back at Arkansas. Mason Jones is not back. Uh, if you're familiar with Arkansas, yeah, I thought I thought Jones was a more dangerous scorer than Joe, but Joe's a good player, but. I think I think Arkansas's roster is three returnees and ten new guys. That's and that's what Eric Musselman does. It's what he did at Nevada, and it's what he's going to do there too. Yeah, um, Connor Vanover. If people will remember, Alabama recruited yeah. him. Some the big kid from Arkansas, whose sister was in the band at Alabama. I think his brother was in the band. At brother and the brother was in the band and went to Cal. Um, and he'll be back. I'll be interested to see how he fits in the style that, that they want to play. But he's he's a legit seven two. You know. Did he sit out last year? No, he played at Cal. He, okay. he played at Cal. And um, guess he's gotten a waiver for this year, which is fine, which is good. But yeah, I think they have ten new guys um, coming in. So that's pretty. <laughs> that's, uh, and and people are high on them. Um, they've got the remember Jalen Williams at Auburn. Yes, he's transferring in there. You're right. Yeah, I, I don't know that he's going to turn their program around, but um, they've they've got a lot of pieces, and you know, Musselman will put them together in some way. Right. Probably that probably the teams you'll see the, but they're a mystery team to me. Florida's a mystery team to me. Right mm-hmm. now, um, you know that they'll have some pretty good talent. Kentucky, I, does Kentucky has who coming back? Keon Brooks, and I think that's it. I so, haven't seen their roster. Um, Quickly's gone. Nick Richards is gone. Hagens is gone. Is Maxi gone? Uh. Tyrese Maxey's gone. Sestina's gone. So, um, they, you know, they, they recruited well. They always recruit well. I, you know, got Isaiah Jackson that Alabama had recruited really hard mm-hmm. from up in Detroit. Uh, you know, they've got some highly rated guards, but they're a, they're a little bit of a mystery to me as well. Probably, and you kind of. I've went, seen like I've seen some writers have them really high, and then some writers have them like you know down in like twentieth. Yeah. Yeah, it's just based on on how good the and to be fair, usually the guards they bring in are really good. You know, and ready to play that the, style. The top guys, yeah, they they bring in the top guys that fit what they do. Um, you know, I suspect that that BJ Boston will be that kind of guard for them. Um, so to sit here and say, well, they won't have any talent, that'll be wrong. Um, but. Um, it's it's a little bit hard. I guess if you just looked strictly at who's returning, strictly at who's returning, uh, Tennessee will be the favorite, I guess. Tennessee will be, yeah. Because um, Ponds, Ponds is yeah. out of the draft. I have, mm-hmm. I have bad news for you, Hunter. Mm-hmm. John Fulkerson is back. No, he's not. I 
thought he. I could have sworn that he was a senior. He got. I think he got a red shirt for his. Yeah, 2016-2017. Yep, shows up on Ken Palm as a junior. Damn it! I do, man. I hate that guy. <laughs> uh, heck of a player. You know, it, dude put up 20, that, 22 points against us in Tuscaloosa. In that uh, style. Um, just the just just the guy. I certainly don't hate him. He plays that that hard nosed, scores around the basket, draws fouls. Uh, but he's back. Vescovi's back. Uh, Pons is back. Pons is a super athletic post guy. Um, so that's a that's a interesting um, rather, and, and you'd have to say base with with. With Fulkerson, with Pons, with with Scobie, you'd have to say that that they'd be the uh, favorite based on sort of known quantity. Known commodity, you know, LSU, yes. LSU get LSU getting back everybody. That was uh, who I was going to bring up next. Yeah, they get back Watford, Javante Smart, and Darius Ace. And I really feel bad for if anybody took up that you know. As we know, after Alabama beat LSU and Tuscaloosa, Bucky McMillan said that all those kids would have they would have quit college right, dropped into college right now if they could have been Trenton Walker's agent. <laughs> well, if they had taken well, Bucky McMillan's offer, they would not be they wouldn't be doing it. They, right they'd now. be like, yeah, they'd be on furlough like a lot of us have been. So, um, you know, it's it's, but it's going to be um, interesting. But that, that's that's a that's a good core to build around. Uh, with Smart Day in Watford, and they each started so, thirty and thirty-one games last year. Um, they, yeah. Wade, Wade says it's going to be the best roster that he's had since. Yeah, he probably recruited. If I if I had to guess, they, they recruited some guys that can. He's help got him. one wing that he thinks is going to be really really good. Like he says, like it's the best wing that he's brought in. Um, I can't remember who it is, and he's got some guys who. Our transfers that he's waiting on waiver requests for. Sharif O'Neal. Right. Right. And Brian probably would be, and Josh LeBlanc. wouldn't be surprised if they got that. So. Right. Um, so then that leaves Ole Miss, who I think is rebuilding. Um, South Carolina. Some people are high on South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh They've got Seventh Woods transferring in from North Carolina, along with, I think, most everybody back mm-hmm. for them. Um, you know, the so they, they should be pretty solid. Uh, but I, I, I don't know. The teams I look at that will definitely be either rebuilding or mystery or Ole Miss. Uh, Vandy, I give – I give credit to Stackhouse for what he was able to do with them last year, but then he's he, now he's got to recycle. You know, he doesn't have safety right. back. And so you don't really know what you're going to get out of them. You don't. You don't. Um, the other thing on Kentucky, they've got they hadn't got a ruling yet on Olivier Saar, who's the transfer from from Wake, um, that would make a make a big difference for him. And then um, over it. The seven-foot seven, seven kid. Right. You know, so, I think uh, Buzz Williams at Texas A&M recruited pretty well this year. Um, got like the top kid in the state of Texas. Uh, 
So, and he's just a good coach. So I would expect them to be better. Uh, yeah, I would think so. And then Florida's a, a little bit of a mystery to me, and that does not mean they don't have players. I mean, they've got they've got Scotty Lewis, they've got Keontae Johnson, who's super athletic, um, and, and they've had some transfers in. So um, it, it, it's it's fascinating to see. Um, and we didn't even mention Missouri. I don't. I have no, absolutely no idea what Missouri. Got. I have no idea. Uh, I think most of their guys are back. <laughs> and they they were a hard team for me to watch last year. Although you know, their style just, is like not fun at all. Like, I imagine like the, the Missouri South Carolina game like would be like the worst basketball game to watch. <laughs> I love also they how, like, up. now now is like now, now that doesn't mean that doesn't mean they're not well coached or that they're easy sure. to play cuz they're not. But I love it's it's funny how like now like we're, we're literally you know a year and a half removed from having Avery Johnson as our head coach and before that it was Anthony Grant and yet now like we're like basketball style like uppity like you know oh that's slow pace no we I don't want to watch yeah that. I know yeah I agree I, mean, I agree I mean, once, very... you, once you start watching it, it, it you get used to it. it you know, Missouri plays that slow plotting pace a lot like South Carolina. They battle. They they play yeah, hard and, defense. Yeah, Quanzo's a good. You know, it, it's funny to me that that Quanzo came. He played at Purdue, and that's how they play to me. You know, he's Gene Katie, Purdue ball. Um, you know, they've for one they're thing, te- their tempo for, for one thing, sixty seventh. Here's something that I, I just really wish the SEC would do something about. Missouri has Dre Smith, Mark Smith, Mitchell Smith, and I can't keep them all straight. So, so they've got too many Smiths. There should be a limit of two. We got too many like and, Keons. Too many guys that names start with J. Well, J- Jaden, Jalen. Um, we lost to Javian. Yeah, lost to Javian. They're not as deep at the Javian position, but Jordan, John. Um, so, but yeah, but Missouri has most of their guys back. If if um, and, and will be kind of senior laden. So, A uh, and M, you know, Buzz. I thought Buzz won a lot of player or coach of the year honors last year. Um, so you expect him to be, um, good again from that standpoint, but I just don't know if they've got the roster that's going to, you know, blow the, blow the league away. And so it's, it's going to be the most fascinating year because there's, there's nobody, you know, if you, if you twisted my arm and forced me to pick, I'd have to pick based on returning guys and i'd have to say tennessee probably that would be my pick as well um but you know is is that how it's gonna gonna play out who knows man kentucky when they get a ruling on sar that'll that'll say something and they'll have plenty of talented guys you know kentucky's not gonna not have guys uh, and then Florida's got guys, Alabama's got guys, LSU's got guys, Auburn will have. Uh, I, I'm interested to see their recruiting class 
um, which they're going to have to really they count They should be on. good, yeah. Okoro went pro right. this week, which was nobody, you know, nobody. The biggest Auburn fan on earth wasn't counting on having him back. So, um, so it, it, um, I guess A&M has the, kind of their core of guys, Chandler and Flag, and, um, bringing in a lot of freshmen. So, so we'll see. They, they, you know, they can at least go big and bang. You know, they got Nebo. They got Flag, who's a great, can be a big three for them. Um, not again, even even the bad teams in the league, or the teams that you, no bad teams, but even the teams that are a little different recruiting wise. There, there's no easy games. You know, there, right. there's nowhere there's nowhere where you're going to make the stop and and say, well, this is this is uh, you notch up this. W and go on, uh, and again, I just hope it's a full a full schedule, and we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, it's been fun to kind of review and, and look and see. But yeah, John Fulkerson is in fact back, Hunter. Well, well a real quick break before we uh, wrap up um, to give you a word about Wickles. Wickles, <laughs> wickedly delicious pickles, relishes, okra, and much more. Wickles are proud to be Alabama owned and made using a family recipe, ninety years in the making. From Saturday sandwiches to Christmas dinner, their secret recipe used to be reserved for family and friends who were lucky enough to get a jar. But since 1988, they've been bringing the sweet heat and bold and tangy recipes into your home. Learn more about them at Wickles Pickles and find them in your local store in the pickle aisle. Let's get wicked. Major props to Wickles. Um, I don't know if y'all saw this on social media. On Saturday, I uh, repelled down the, um, like what we always called the Am South building in Tuscaloosa, now it's called the Tower um, it's an 11-story building in Tuscaloosa. I rappelled down that to raise money for Youth for Christ. It was one of the scariest things I've ever done. I've never even rappelled before. Um, I did not enjoy it at all, but I've already committed to do it next year because I'm terrible at saying no. But props to Wickers, though, <laughs> because they they overnighted me a uh, like a pack of stuff, like some stickers and a couple T-shirts that I could wear a Wickles shirt as I rappelled down the building. But, man, I was thinking when I did it, like I, I was thinking I'd lean back and – that would be like the toughest part. And then I would be like, take it in. I want to take my time on the way down. That was not how it went. I could not wait to touch the ground. I was so excited to be on the ground. Yeah, I and, could, I couldn't do it. So I respect you for doing it. I, I just it, couldn't. It, I'm not, I'm not an open space height. Guy. I hate heights. I'm not going to, I'm not going to free. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to do any free climbing of El Capitan anytime soon. Yeah. So. I'll do a little practice next time. So any, uh, any wrap up, <laughs> any, any parting words? I'll, I'll, I uh, hope to, to get a little more information. I hope to get a chance to talk to Nate Oates here, um, if not this week, then the next week. Um, so trying to keep everybody posted. I know everybody's main concern right now is football, but uh, a lot of basketball interest out there, a lot of excitement. Uh, John's announcement on Monday just added to that excitement. Uh, you know, I've, I got I got people out there who are, who are asking which game Alabama is going to put 120 on the board, and I, I like, hey, tap the brakes. We'll yeah, see what he's happens. Up. But he's up. But um, you know, if with the shooters they have, if everybody was in sync on the same night, they'd be they'll be tough to guard. Right. So, so Mike, 
probably going to do a podcast next week. Might do a deep dive into the 2004 Elite Eight team. Um, so we'll just see how it goes. See, yeah, you know, please, like, please respond. I don't know how it went with the 2002 team, other than it was very long. Um, but we enjoyed <laughs> we enjoyed doing it. So right, right. Hopefully, you enjoyed listening to it. I got some positive response on it. So well, good, we appreciate we, we appreciate know. all y'all. Thanks. We, all right, we appreciate all y'all listening. This has been the Bama Beat Basketball Podcast, brought to you by Wickles.